month, we are under the theme, Kingdom Citizens United in Love. Kingdom Citizens United in Love. And when I look at this theme, two interpretation or two version of interpretation came out at me. But I believe that what God would have me to share this morning is kingdom citizens united in demonstrating love. Kingdom citizens united in their demonstration of love. I want to point out that by this time we ought to have gotten to where we are no longer considered as outsiders to the kingdom. We've been adopted and are now royals. So we are citizens and we are looking to one day reap eternal life, enjoying the coming kingdom. In fact, I would, I found this definition of kingdom citizens that I believe will be helpful this morning. Dr. Tony Evans in his book titled Kingdom Citizens, Your Role is Rebuilding, Your Role, sorry, in Rebuilding a Broken Nation defines kingdom citizens as a visible, verbal follower of Jesus Christ who consistently applies the principles of heaven to the, to the concerns of the culture. And I would like to say the fact that we are citizens, we are not to be uniting, but united as we demonstrate love. But the question can be asked, what does a united demonstration of love looks like? My brothers and sisters, our unity in the demonstration of love should all be on one page. Or we should be like-minded in how we demonstrate love. If we say we are kingdom citizens, we cannot and should not be caught outside of the fence, displaying contrary to what God requires of us. So this, this morning I want to start with what united love is not. What united love is not. I want to recall the parable Jesus told so very well in Luke chapter 10 verses 25 to 37. And I'll be reading that portion. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, Who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, And went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, when he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to pass, happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw Sorry about that. 
right? Let me continue. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, the next day, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you. He said, look after him. And when I return, I will reimburse you of the extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell in the hands of robbers? The expert in the last replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. A portion of God's holy word. Bless the name of Jesus. My brothers and sisters, I would like to believe that we are in a world where persons of various background are working towards eternal life and would consider themselves kingdom citizens. But Jesus is demonstrated, Jesus demonstrated a shocking reality through his famous parable. Now Jesus used use of parables at twofold purpose. One, to reveal the truth, to reveal the truth of those who wanted to know it, and two, to conceal the truth from those who were uninterested. Important to note is that when Jesus made sure his disciples, he ensured that his disciples understood what the parables are saying. So we see that in Mark 4, verses 34, when he says, when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything to them. Now, there are three particular truths in the parable that I would like to point out this morning. One, there are aff afflicting and afflicted people in the world. Two, there are people who consider themselves as kingdom citizens, but are not. Three, there is a call to match up. There is a call to match up. There are afflictions and afflicting people in this world. My brothers and sisters, Job tells it well. He said, though afflictions cometh not forth of the dust, neither the trouble spring out of the ground, yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. My God, we are born into trouble. Sometimes if we go to the right, we face trouble. If we go to the left, we face trouble. Trouble is all around us. And there are persons who are faced with struggles even without doing any sort of bad thing, so to speak. And Job, my brothers and sisters, was a very prime example of this. Job, we see Job in, in, in the book of Job. He was a man of God. A man walked uprightly, but somehow the devil decided that, look, the man they need for dead, you know. The man they need for dead because 
I know he will give up on God. But God knew that he would not give up on him. So God gave him the opportunity to touch Job in all sorts of ways. But in the midst of all that, Job stood up for God. We are going to face times of troubles and we are going to face afflictions. Sometimes even when we don't do nothing to nobody, people hate us without a cause. We live in a world where afflictors are rampant. Afflictions are high and only God can preserve his people. We see before us the, the, the passage. This man was heading down to Jericho. This man had no idea he would have been robbed. He was walking on his way down to Jericho. But somehow afflictors looked at him and said, look. May I go afflict the man then, may I go, may I go rob him, and I'm going to steal all that he has. Not only did they just steal it, you know, they go to the factory and beat the man and left him half dead on the road. We are living in a world where afflicted and afflicting people are everywhere. Afflicting and afflicted people all around. They demand his money and that when he made some little resistance, they wounded him, stripped him, and left him to die. How could he be blamed? This man cannot be blamed for this. My God, believe me, there are sorrows in the world which does not arise out of the evil or folly of our own doing. Afflictors and those afflicted are everywhere, but how we choose to embrace them should be from a united front. It should be in love. The man in the parable was quite helpless. He could do nothing for himself, and sadly, there, must, there he must lie and die. Those huge wounds must bleed his very soul away unless an act of love shall interfere. The most he can do is groan, I would like to believe. He cannot even dress the wounds, much less to arise and seek shelter. He is bleeding to death among the rocks of Jericho and he must leave his body to be fed upon by Jankro. Unless someone shall come and show help. Glory to God. There are persons who are dying on the inside. And unless someone goes and show them love. They will be left there to die. My brothers and sisters. Glory to God. So he was there and he was left to die. The second point I would like to, to drive home. Is that there are people who consider themselves as kingdom citizens, but they are not. What do I mean by this? After the young man was robbed and left to die, a priest passed his way. The Blue Letter Bible tells us that a priest is one who is purified by the blood of Jesus and brought into close intercourse with God. They devote their life to him. So in other words, a priest is someone that we, we, we society looks up to because they believe priests are supposed to be men of God, kingdom citizens walking in love. Glory to God. But somehow, this, the, 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 the priest, when he was walking by, 
instead of helping his, the man who is there left to die, he turned on the other side of the road. And if we look at it again, we see the second man coming by. The second man was a Levite. And, you know, a Levite is similar to a priest in that they worked in the temple. They pure, they pure, their purity was important, but the rules regulating them were not as strict. Levites were not regarded as highly as priests for most of the second temple period in 539 BCE. They are often described as a lower level priesthood. So, the, the, oh my goodness. So, they are, not, they are not considered, they are considered as two men who are supposed to be stable in God, well rooted in God, and to a point where they give, they lend assistance to those who are in need. But in the the parable Jesus spoke, this we see was not the case. It was not the case. We recognize that these, these two men, we don't know where they were going, if they were late for something or they were late for somewhere. But at the end of the day, we see that they did not in any way exemplify the love that God has called us to love our neighbors as ourselves. I'm talking about what united love is not my brothers and sisters it should have been a case where the priest stopped by to help the priest should have stopped by to help and so too the levite should have stopped by to help can you imagine if the, the if the if the the priest would have just stopped and and lend a helping hand even if him not have nothing even if he doesn't have any any little bandage or anything to assist but if he had just stopped by and showed some level of compassion, when the Levite came about, he too could have stopped by and showed some level of, of remorse. And the two together, can you imagine how powerful that experience could have been if both of them would have just come by and they, they, they just assist the man. But somehow, the parable says, they walked on the other side. It was very evident, my brothers and sisters, that they were unified in something, but it was not in demonstrating love. They were unified in something, but it was not in their demonstration of love. Both the priest and the Levite, what them do? Them take the other side. So they caught themselves on the other side of the fence, literally and figuratively. They were both on the other side of the fence. United in what I would say a lack of love. My God. United in their lack of love. United in their lack of love. The priest was a man who is prominent in society, nobody would expect a priest to walk by and not give a helping hand. Nobody would expect a Levite to walk by and not give a helping hand. And if we want to, 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 to make it more 
um, current to us. We can say nobody would expect, for argument's sake, Bishop to see a wounded man on the street and, and just give a blind, turn a blind eye. Nobody would expect that. Nobody would expect a minister or a deacon or, as a matter of fact, any child of God from we, we claim to be children of God, from we claim to be citizens of the kingdom of God, we ought to demonstrate a unified approach in dealing with those who are cast out. Those who are in pain, those who are inflicted on the roadside, those who are groaning and crying out for help. Help! 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 I need help. But who is there to help? Who is there to help when I need help? I come and I cry out. I'm crying out on the inside. Nobody to discern and say, you know, I need to go and help this, 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 this young man, you know. I need to go and help this young woman, you know. Because somehow, I sense in my spirit that he or she is not doing so well. Sometimes it is very evident. It is very evident that the person is, is not only on the inside, but sometimes we see it very evident on the outside. And yet still, we turn a blind eye. Glory to the name of Jesus. Glory to the name of Jesus. God is calling for a people this morning who will demonstrate a unifiedly, a unified approach in how they demonstrate love. Your way of dealing with love can be different from how I deal with love. But at the end of the day, it should be unified one person, we can't say we are kingdom citizens, and one person is going and assisting while the other person is not. Glory to the name of Jesus. We see the, the, this good Samaritan, while he, he passed by, many would look at him as the outcast, the one we now go help. Many would look at him as the one who would not offer any help. But at the end of the day, we recognize that he was the one who lent the helping hand. Glory to God. It is evident that, evident that this man never really had money. He never rich. He wasn't wealthy. But he stopped by. The Bible said he took pity. Took pity on the man. How sad, my brothers and sisters, this morning. How sad it is to know that there are those who consider themselves kingdom citizens, but really not reflecting what the Bible say we ought to do, which is to love our God with all our heart and our neighbor as ourselves. How sad is it this morning? Glory to the name of Jesus. I am not here to to blame, to play any blame game or to blame anyone. I'm simply highlighting what unified love is not. Glory to the name of Jesus. What unified love is not. What do we consider as a unified approach in love? I might not get to that point this morning, but as I highlight what it is not, we can introspect ourselves and see where we fall this morning. Glory to God. 
Glory to the name of Jesus. So kingdom citizens united in demonstrating love is not a group of people who walks contrary to each other in their love for God and their neighbor. Bless the name of Jesus. Many of us, we find ourselves in situations where we, we, we wonder because how the world is going on now. We would consider, we would be wondering. We come and we might see somebody on the roadside and they can very well be a setup. They want you to just stop and, they, and to inflict you. My God, that's the world we are living in this, in this very time. That's the world we are living in. But how do we know for a fact when it is a, a, a seriously injured man from when the person is not? My brothers and sisters, this life we are living in, it calls for a great level of discernment. It calls for a great level of discernment. We have to discern what is good from what is wrong. We have to discern who is hurting from who is not hurting. We have to discern who is trying to, to set up themselves to destroy us. Glory to the name of Jesus. Unified love. I hear my brothers and sisters. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 and 2 ringing out. Though I speak with the tongues of, 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 of men and of angels and of not love, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. So in other words, we are worth nothing. We are just noisy. We are just noisy. My God, there are so many persons who consider themselves kingdom citizens, but all they are doing is making noise because they refuse to love. They refuse to love. But how? How do we consider ourselves kingdom citizens? We are all in one church. And some persons demonstrating love and some not demonstrating love. This is not unity. It is not unity. There's no unified demonstration of love. If some person can see in the, in the, in the kingdom citizenship are demonstrating love and some are not. The priest, the Levite. They were a part of the kingdom citizens. Many would look at them as kingdom citizens. The Samaritan, many would look at as just a one little regular outside. Not belong here. The little outcast. Nobody would have expected to see that kind of turnaround where the Samaritan is the one who demonstrated love and compassion towards the neighbor. But at the end of the day, my brothers and sisters, we are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. How do we demonstrate love? What is our means of demonstrating love? Does it mean that we take the other side of the road? Yet still, we say, you know, I really love me nearby and I love everybody. But at the same time, a brother is hurting and you refuse. You, you, you decide to say, look, me not help him, you know. Me not help him. 
But at the end of the day, you're still, you're still rooted in the fact that I love, I love, I love. Heaven shall be my portion. Heaven shall be my portion. But at the end of the day, heaven will not be our portion if we don't love sincerely. Jesus. Hallelujah. Heaven cannot be our portion. We cannot inherit the coming kingdom if we are not unified in demonstrating love to our brothers and sisters. Jesus. I hope we're doing some introspection this morning as I highlight to us what unified love, united love is not glory to God. You see, my brothers and sisters, we are called. We are united in love. We can look at it. We are united in love in terms of Jesus' love for us unites us as brothers and sisters, citizens of the kingdom of God. But at the same time, while he unites us in love, in his love, we have to unite ourselves in demonstrating love to our brothers and sisters. Unite ourselves in demonstrating love to our brothers and sisters. It is no secret, my brothers and sisters, that the priests and the Levites consider themselves holy men of God. It is no secret that the man, the, man, the lawyer, that asked Jesus the question, what shall I do to inherit the kingdom of God? Him thinks him did well on his merry way to heaven, you know. He thought that he was well on his way to heaven. So him come a try for doubling where him no belong. So him I say, Master, how? Who is my neighbor? I love the approach Jesus took in, 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 you know, answering that question from the mere fact how Jesus responded to that man it was very evident that he was not loving his neighbor he was not he was not loving his neighbor who is my neighbor your neighbor is everybody we are living in a world where persons are connected over over social media and all sorts of way. Our neighbors are everywhere. Our neighbors are everywhere. There are persons who are hurting, who demand, who is crying out for our help. But how we deter, how we, 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 we decide to approach this is important. Our approach must be the same. Or let me rephrase that. Our demonstration should be the same. How? In love. Simple as that, you know. 
our demonstration, how we, we, we look at this, how we treat the situation should be in one way. Love. Love. It doesn't matter how spiritual we think we are. If we have not love, we not got nothing. We only have fool ourselves. If we have if we don't have love, and we refuse to even try to get love, we might as well we just get to give up the church thing and move on. Because what? Hell shall be our portion. The great commandment. Love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. When we look at it, very, very practical. If I, I know that I would never see myself hurting and don't try to do something about it. You feel sick, you go to the doctor because you want to tend to yourself. You feel sick. The natural thing to do is to get help. So, your brother is sick, spiritually, physically, whatever Ali it is. The same thing you would do for yourself, do it unto him, do it unto her. United in our demonstration. United in demonstrating love. That's what we're talking about this morning. United in demonstrating love. Love, love, love. My brothers and sisters, I move on to the third point. Third point. There is a call to match up. There is a call to match up. Match up to what? You might ask. Match up to the, the, the to being kingdom citizens. The life we live have to match up to us being called kingdom citizens. Match up to our demonstration of love. We have to match up. The priest and the Levite, they refused to match up. There, they were on a unified front, yes. But the unity was, the, 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 the passion that they put in that unity was just wrong. Glory to God, sometimes the passion that we put, we put some passion into some things, it's just wrong. It's just not the correct way. And we're so enthusiastic and we're so passionate about it. I believe the priest was so passionate about preaching and sharing the word of God. But the passion where it should have been, the passion to love, the passion to show compassion, it was not there. My God. He never match up, Bishop. The passion did not match up. Where is our passion this morning? Are we united in praying? Are we united in singing, but not united in love, in demonstrating love? Are we united 
in some areas and in the ones that matters most we are not united we are to be united in demonstrating love united in demonstrating love so there's a call to match up there's a call to match up this morning as we introspect our life this morning, as we look at where we are, we, we, some of us, we will recognize that there is a call to match up. Some of us love in certain way, but in certain way, we don't love. Why? There's a call to match up. Some of us consider ourselves as loving human beings. But it is conditional. It is conditional. Maybe the priest and the Levite would have demonstrated love if it was in another context. But in that context, and probably I say, me not gonna stop and dirty up my, my good suit. And I, I'm just putting it in our context today. I'm not going to stop and dirty up my good suit. Me not go tear a piece of my shirt for bandage no wound. No, I'm not going to do that. There are those who will say that and they consider themselves kingdom citizens. Kingdom citizens waiting on that coming kingdom to inherit. I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to show any love in that, in that kind of way. But if me go down the, the street and a man beg me $50, because $50 I don't really no money me will give him. $50 is not a lot, so I'll give him $50. But the man who is wounded on the roadside, groaning for help, I go help him. Why should I help him? You don't know him. Who is he? Who is he for me to, 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 to offer a helping hand? Why should I offer a helping hand to a stranger? But my brothers and sisters, the call is great this morning. Whether or not he or she is a stranger, we are called to show love unto them. We are called to be unified in demonstrating our love. We shout, we sing, we pray together unified. We, well, we might be well unified in these areas. But how we demonstrate love? Am I... Am I really loving my neighbor? Am I really demonstrating what it is to love? I know my time is practically up. But am I really, really loving my neighbor as myself? My brothers and sisters, because there are afflicted people in the world, it gives us more the reason to, as a church, be united in demonstrating love, you know. 
Let me repeat that. Because there are afflicted people in this world. There are numerous. Any, every area we go, somebody is being afflicted. Emotionally, physically, psychologically, whatever the alley. Somebody is being afflicted. And sometimes we know and we just turn a blind eye. But God is calling for a united approach. United approach. So, are we matching up? Are we matching up? Where do we find ourselves this morning? Do we find ourselves on the other side of the road? Literally. Or do we find ourselves on the right side of the road doing what we should do? Do we turn a blind eye when we ought to show love? Where are we this morning? Are we matching up? So as I wrap, kingdom citizens united in demonstrating love is not a group of people who walks contrary to each other. Today, as we introspect and stay united, or we get united in demonstrating love, as we were all made united in one love, so as we introspect to see if we are united in demonstrating love, let us remember that we were, we were united in one love of Jesus Christ who came, died on the cross, cruel cross for you. I, he went all of it. He died. Literally, he died. Just so he could unite us in love. So, are we falling short? Is Christ's death in vain for some of us? Let us be united. United in the love of Jesus. United in how we demonstrate love to our brothers and sisters. Because while we were yet sinners, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. They are inflicting and they are inflicting and afflicting, afflicted and afflicting people in this world. They are those who think they are united, they are kingdom citizens, and they are not. And are we matching up? Are we matching up to the call to be united in demonstrating love? As Christ united us in his love. God bless us this morning.